Welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, your host, Megan Tripp. Today, I am with an internet friend and someone you know from her podcast, Once in a Lifetime. It's Bridget Salvia. Hi, Bridget. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. exciting. (laughs) So what got you into Lifetime movies to begin with? Well, I used to watch them when I was a kid. And then um, in college, again, my best friend and I would spend entire weekends just watching them. Um, And then when I discovered the Lifetime Movie Club app and that it's only $4 a month, I said, (laughs) yes, please. Yeah. And roped my friend Anne into it. Perfect. Yeah, I am. I likewise, I mainly am into the whole Christmas thing, but I'm I'm down to watch a nanny take over a family at any time. So (laughs) I love them all. Yeah, the Christmas ones are their own special treat. But the murdery ones are where you get the real wild performances. and Crazy (laughs) twists. So we watched a movie that has two titles, which happens a lot with Lifetime. Uh, so it's sex, lies, and murder, but also something else. What what was the other name? Do you remember? Deadly Seduction. Oh, yes. (laughs) And, uh, the funny thing was, is the actress who plays the main character, I know I've seen her in other things and I couldn't, like, think of what. And so I went to her page and... Um, they're all things like, you know, dying to be loved and like all these titles that sound like things I've watched. And then I like look at them and I'm like, I don't think I've watched that though. So I have no idea <laughs> what I've seen her. In. <laughs> She's been in at least two of the movies that we've covered on Once in a Lifetime. Our favorite being Evil Doctor. Ooh. Um, if you haven't seen that one, oh boy, <laughs> it's got it all. It's crazy. <laughs> um definitely check that out yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good shout yeah this movie not to like spoil what i thought of it like totally ahead of time i loved it <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun one yeah i mean yeah the acting some of these acting choices i mean i rewound at one point and watched the same line like five <laughs> times because it made me laugh so hard <laughs> Well, when we get to it, be sure to shout that out because I'm curious. Oh, oh, I will. <laughs> so um, we have uh, a woman named Margaret who goes by Maggie. And we see her in the past hogtied on a workbench in a barn. And um, she's wriggling around trying to get free. And uh, a man comes in and he's... He's said later to be somebody who likes to strangle his victims and then stab them a bunch post-mortem, but he has a hammer, so that is confusing. (laughs) Doesn't line up at all. Yeah, later they describe him. He's called the East Bay Butcher because he stabs him a bunch of times, like a butcher does. (laughs) That's not what a butcher does, just so we're all clear. I wonder how the butcher community feels about, like, serial killers being called butchers. They're like, hey! I do this to animals after they're dead. It's all right. It's totally different. I'm serving my community. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's his nickname is East Bay uh, Butcher. and Which, by yeah. the way, is such a ripoff of the Bay Harbor Butcher yeah. from Dexter. I was like, nice try, guys. <laughs> um, so 
he's gonna smash her brains in with a hammer i guess i don't know um and then uh he gets interrupted by a phone call because he has a phone in his barn (laughs) a landline like we all do yeah and uh i don't know the older generation man if they get a phone call they like just can't let it go they have to pick up the phone (laughs) they have to answer it even if they're about to make a murder (laughs) make a murder commit a murder (laughs) i mean it's not wrong it's just a weird way of saying it is a workshop (laughs) so he's kind of making murders (laughs) um so he answers the phone and it sounds like uh, the mother of his baby is complaining that the baby's crying too much. And he's like, I don't care if the baby's crying. Like, call the doctor if you want to. I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> I'm working on a special project. <laughs> he says that like three times. <laughs> and it just feels like, I don't know, like all the bad dad movies. Like, uh, if he just spent more time with his kid. But work was always taking him away. <laughs> Ugh workaholic (laughs) i mean i guess if you love what you do is it really work though you know (laughs) oh that's true that's true that's beautiful (laughs) so maggie is able to like wiggle next to a hacksaw i guess there were saws next to her the whole (laughs) time and he seems to have left her in this workshop for hours at a time while he spends time with his family so this is the moment she chooses to get free I don't know. She may have been asleep earlier because she was chloroformed. So I don't know. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> so she's able to get free because of the saws. And then she runs away and then he grabs her and he's on top of her and she kicks him in the face. Oh, well, she does use the hammer against him and then he falls over. Then he runs after her. Then she kicks him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just gets away. We don't really know how. Yeah. The rest of that goes down. And then we fast forward to present day, and she's a professor at a community college, I guess? Yeah, some small university, Rose City, or something like that. (laughs) It was weird. There's, like, no specificity as to where this is until we get to the Oklahoma Penitentiary, and she's like, well, she's within, like, driving distance of that, so I guess that tells us something. (laughs) Yeah, they don't... I don't know. They're so bad about placement like setting up where anything is ever it's true it's like this could be your neighborhood that this terrible thing (laughs) happens be afraid oh yeah (laughs) Uh, but she's like so it's first day class this is the traumatic thing that happened to me i wrote a book about it now i'm your professor Which would be pretty exciting, I gotta say. If yeah. I was taking a criminal psychology class and my professor had survived a serial killer, I'd be like, I'm all in. I mean, I'd go to that class even as someone not studying criminal justice. I'd be like, I'm going to this class. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, But yeah, that's her class. She describes criminal minds to people. She's a criminal <laughs> psychologist, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing. Uh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Usually they, like, work with the police to, like, profile people, but it doesn't sound like she's actually ever worked with law enforcement. She just teaches people. Oh, yeah. Later she gets called an (laughs) academic, so we know that she's never worked in a a professional capacity. So it's like, okay, sure. Um, 
She has a daughter named Jenny who's like 19 or 20 years old, I guess. She's a real 14-year-old. <laughs> like, <laughs> she is, like, in college, but she acts like such a, an early teen. She, she really has such does. an attitude. <laughs> um, and they live in this enormous house. <laughs> Two professors live in the biggest house. It's like a castle. It's so big. I mean, you know, sometimes you know your money goes further depending on where you live and if you live in the middle of nowhere which maybe they do in oklahoma yeah yeah, that's true and maybe she made a lot of money because her book was a bestseller yeah yeah could be that but yeah (laughs) there's just like this feeling that it's this cavernous house where the girl could avoid her mother for years and still live there and yet she's always leaving to get away from her mom (laughs) um But she, we see her go to couples counseling next, right? Yes, with her dopey husband. (laughs) Do you want to take us through that? He, so we find out um, they're in counseling because they're separated because he had an affair with a student, which, first of all, not cool, man. He left Maggie for this girl. Yeah, that's crazy. And now he's acting like... But it was a mistake. <laughs> like he's just like, like he goofed, like he tripped and dropped a, a priceless vase or something. Like you left her, um, I, oh, and Maggie yeah. is just not here for any of it. She yeah. is pissed. Yeah, as well as she should be. It doesn't make sense, also, because yes. like he's like, it's so important for me to keep this job, and he like leaves his wife for a student, and it's like how. How? How are you going to keep that a secret? Did you live with the student? Yes. And like, what? <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. And so Maggie has also um, done the selfless thing and not told her daughter why her dad is no longer living in the house. Yeah. Um, I say selfless in quotes because that's so stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> tell your 19 year old what the hell's going on. Yeah. Um, so she, so Jenny is kind of like blaming all of this on Maggie yeah. as well. So it's created a real bad family dynamic all around. Yeah. Uh, and so Maggie wants to hang out with her daughter, but her daughter's like, I'm going to hang out with my friends. So then the woman she's on the phone with, a coworker slash friend, <laughs> is like, you need this to lady. come out. <laughs> This lady, was she also supposed to be a professor? Because she acted like she was in a sorority. She really did. (laughs) Oh, we also see here uh, when she's on the phone that she gets a letter and she puts it into a box with a bunch of other letters um, and doesn't even open it. Oh. So they like are alluding to something that she's ignoring. Okay. I missed that foreshadowing altogether. <laughs> oh, yeah. She had like a weird lockbox that was like in the kitchen cupboard. Oh. <laughs> Why would you keep it there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she's an interesting character. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh, she like doesn't want to go out and get crazy. It's also like, I don't know, a, a, a Thursday or something. Like they go to school the next day. So, <laughs> yeah. And the place that her friend gets her to go out to, I was like, this is the bar you're at? (laughs) 
It's like a dive bar. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's a place you, like, play pool and drink a couple beers, and everyone there has, like, been going there for years. Like, it's not... Exactly. It's not exactly the place you cruise around for hot guys. It's... (laughs) But I guess it's a small town. Like, you gotta go where there's something. (laughs) You would think, though, like, any town with a college in it has quite a few bars to choose from. So the fact that they chose this one tells me a lot about her friend Alyssa. (laughs) Maybe it's just like, uh, all the other bars are crawling with like 20 year olds and we don't want to be around 20 year olds. That's true. So that kind of makes That's sense, true. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the exact opposite. Like everyone there is just like, I don't know, a lot older. Old and gristled. <laughs> I mean, Alyssa's like, oh my God, that's the guy I went out with last week. And then we see him and I'm like, that's the guy you went out with last week? You <laughs> look terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, he he looks like um, thug number two in like a motorcycle gang or something. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so strange. It's so funny because she's like, ugh, I didn't want to go home with him because, well, I couldn't go home with him and I didn't want to take him home to mine. He still lives with his mom. And then she's like, oh, what the hell? I'll just go screw with him anyways. <laughs> yeah, he just walks over and she's immediately like, Oh, hey there, big boy. Oh, yeah, you want to buy me a drink? All right. Wait, what? You just said he was gross. I guess she, like, scoped out the rest of the bar, and she's like, there's literally no one else here. Like, oh, yeah. do this. Oh, boy. Uh, and then her friend... Uh, <laughs> the first line that the guy who goes up to her is is like literally he clears his throat he just like clears his mm-hmm. throat at her and it's like excuse you like am i supposed to comment on you clearing <laughs> can i help you like what are you doing and he's like i don't want this to sound like a line but don't i know you and she's like well yeah that that does sound like a line <laughs> this guy i wrote that he looks like a young superman type he, like he's probably auditioned yeah. to play superman 10 times he he reminds me of that dude from that Kyle XY show where he's just like, I don't have a belly button. Oh. But uh, <laughs> that's the only thing I know about that show. That's also the only thing I know about that show. Why did that stick in? Like, I feel like there's a generation of people who never watched that show, but we all know we didn't have a belly button. Well, we know the important things, you know. That's true. That's true. So this guy also, um, I looked him up on IMDb and he's was born in France oh. and like both of his parents are French and so there were some points in this where I was like is he trying to hide a French accent huh. and that's why his voice is so weird <laughs> I don't know the way he said some of his lines I was like what is going on and I was like these are bold choices like I thought everything was like an actor's choice like not an accent thing but just like he's just a weird dude and he's loving it and i'm like i'm here for it yeah he was like this character is like gonna act like a petulant child all the time yes that's his whole deal but women love him (laughs) anyways yeah he really feels like like he's almost parodying like edward cullen in the twilight movies (laughs) like i'm gonna kind of cast my eyes down and be like about everything. <laughs> yes, broody McBrooderson. Exactly. Oh, it's so funny. But um, then 
they they start chatting. He's really attractive. Uh, she's like, you're probably too young for me. He says, I'm 25. She assumes that means he couldn't possibly be a college student because most of her college students are younger than that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah. she tells him also, by the way, that she's a professor and teaches at the college. Mm-hmm. And he says, what do you teach? Art history, philosophy, home economics. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Is that even a class you can take in college? I mean, it was in like 1972, but... <laughs> yes, home economics. What a little piece of shit. It really made me mad. <laughs> Well, and also, you didn't know, like, how long this was going to go on. If Was he going to just, like, take out, like, a catalog and be like, archaeology, right. anthropology? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why would you just start guessing? Also, yeah, he's classic negging, like, oh, you're, you're a mm-hmm. professor, but, like, are you a real professor? <laughs> but you're also a woman, so it must be something stupid. <laughs> Um, and she's like, no, I do criminal psychology. And he has like this light bulb moment where he's like, oh, I know why I know you. You're the lady who almost got killed by that guy. <laughs> yes. And he, oh, he's read her book uh-huh. and he recognizes her from the jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her friend walks up and is like, hey, I'm going to need to talk to Maggie for a second. And she just takes her to sit on a couch and is like. So you're going to bone this guy, right? (laughs) I really think you should. You should definitely go home with him. I'm going home with mustache. No, I don't know his name. Don't worry about it. She's like, what? She just wants to feel okay about the fact that she's ditching her friend at the bar to go with mustache. But a hundred percent. But she's framing it as, no, you got to do what's right for you. And what's right for you is boning this 25 year old. (laughs) Yes, he's like 20 years younger than you, but it's fine. But it'll be fun. And so, I don't know, he's like willing and able in there. So she's like, sure. And <laughs> she, well, she first gets spooked because she sees Sarah Ellis or something. Mm-hmm. And that's the woman that her husband cheated on her, her with, with. And on, Sarah yeah. is looking at her like a stone cold creep like she has this <laughs> creepy smile on her face and i was like oh no yeah i don't blame her for getting freaked out and running away yeah i mean even if i didn't have like a, a lot of animosity towards someone just an acquaintance looking at me like that i'd be like what the hell is going on i'm gonna go ahead and get on <laughs> out of here thanks so much um but maggie accidentally leaves her keys so then Kyle comes running after her. That's the 25-year-old's name. And he's like, here's your keys. Are you okay? You seem upset. And she's like, that girl is... I don't know. Does she explain that she's She immediately tells him. Yeah. Yes. And then then he says, do you want me to go talk to her? (laughs) And say what? Why would she want that? Yeah. Yeah. Why would she want that? Like, hey, But what she says is, I want you to kiss me. Yeah. What? (laughs) So then they smooch and then they go back to his place, which is supposed to be a hotel room and looks like an apartment, but it's the nicest room I've ever seen in a hotel. I mean, this is like a penthouse suite. So I want to know how he's paying for this. Well, he says it's nice to come from a family with means later, but it's like 
But we, yeah, but we know that can't be true. Because <laughs> later so... he says he's a foster kid. So it's like, what? I don't know how yeah, he got the super, money. I mean, yeah, probably in nefarious ways. Yeah. Which, you know, we'll get into some of his nefarious ways soon enough. <laughs> yes. So uh, they have sex and we cut back to them <coughs> and they're all snuggled on the bed. And how quick is it for him to be like, so tell me about that time you got away from a murderer? Yeah, it's about two seconds. He <laughs> asks her how she's feeling and she says overwhelmed. And then he's like, so tell me everything about the East Bay Butcher. And she's like, what's that now? <laughs> and he like doesn't seem to understand that this is an inappropriate conversation to have right after you have sex with someone. <laughs> He, he truly does not understand. <laughs> and that is a big old red flag. Oh, yeah. He like picks up this book she wrote and which is enormous. It's like 400, 500 pages. I'm like, wow. Like what? I can imagine. How, what? how is it that long? <laughs> I wonder if she like writes about all his other victims and then her because oh, otherwise it's like the story's not that long lady <laughs> and he's like but you you must have left something out and it's like looking at the size of that book i don't think she did <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously but she's like yeah no we're not talking about this and then he's like he mentions her class how she's like open about it in class and she's like, how would you know that? And he's like, well, I was there on the first day of class. And she's like, oh, my God, you're a student. And he's like, well, yeah. And she's like, but you're 25. <laughs> As though no one's ever gone back to school before. <laughs> he's like, oh, I was doing other stuff when I was younger. And uh, she's like, well, you should have told me and you lied. And then she tries to leave, but he gets in her way. And she's like, stop being a creep. And then he lets her leave. <laughs> yeah, he definitely tries to strong arm her into staying and she screams in his face. So he finally moves. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's a super creep. And at this point, we think, oh, maybe he's like a fan of the East Bay butcher guy. Like some. some yeah, of those he's got like some fans. fascination. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, this would be interesting <coughs> if this was like a takedown of like. The celebrity culture around <laughs> serial killers totally it's it's not really though <laughs> no it's not <laughs> spoiler it, it's, it's, not, it's that. not that <laughs> they didn't they didn't do the interesting thing <laughs> um and then she oh i guess she goes home but it's like in the morning and she doesn't expect to see her daughter yeah it was confusing confusing about what time it was because her daughter said she was spending the night at her friends but her daughter's home mm -hmm. um and she's like jenny's like where were you and she's like um uh, uh, i stayed the night at Alyssa's. i'm very good at lying <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and so jenny thinks oh well you're sleeping around on dad and y'all are never getting back together and i'm angry at you and you're the problem right not knowing, of course, about Sarah and all that situation. So she stomps off, because that's what she always does. They they both have She's beautiful hair, though. She's a real stomp offer. Yeah. Oh my god, gorgeous. <laughs> that's, like, the only thing they have in common is they, like, both do these, like, really long um, curls, 
and uh, later someone comments about how much they look alike, and it's like, they look nothing alike. I think they're like different ethnicities, but okay. <laughs> they couldn't look less alike. That's so funny. I don't remember that. Uh, but then it's the next day, and she um, <clears throat> explains that like Ted Bundy could have had um, sex with people <laughs> and had like a good life if he wasn't like hell bent on torturing people (laughs) yeah she's like he didn't need to hurt anyone to get what he wanted he wanted to hurt them can i just go on record and say ted bundy is not hot i need people to stop (laughs) saying that amen he's just a normal looking creepo yeah i that whole fan base around your favorite serial killer thing drives me up the wall (laughs) It's disgusting. I don't get it. There's lots of men in the world. Yeah. Some of them are very handsome. Like, filter out the ones that are brutal murderers. Thank you. (laughs) And, like, I don't know. Serial killers always get, like, this allure because it's like, wow, they were so smart. And it's like, no, they just got to be alone with one person who was much weaker than they were physically that that's all they did that was like their big plan i'm gonna get this person alone they're gonna be weaker than me and then i'm gonna kill them and then they did it's like it's not this crazy machiavellian plan it's i don't know they get so much credit for being so smart like i don't think they're that smart though (laughs) i will say um israel keys did something very smart and that's why he scares the crap out of me he's like the scariest serial killer have you heard about him uh no i can't say i have he like planted like murder buckets is what my friend and I call them like all over the country. So when he went, he would like go all over the country mm-hmm. and murder and then he would have like money and stuff buried already there so that he could just like get away and do whatever without, I don't know. He's spooky, spooky guy. Mm. That's just planning ahead. I guess so. <laughs> and that's smart. <laughs> So anyways, uh, the next day, yeah, she's telling, saying all sorts of nonsense. And you're like, this is a college-level course, but sure. Um, and then she turns on the lights, and she sees her student, and she's, like, freaked out. Uh, I don't know what happens next. There's, well, there's just a lot of shots of him, like, looking at her and smiling. <laughs> he keeps calling her Mags, mm-hmm. which she repeatedly tells him she does not like. Yeah. Um, oh, she goes back to her office after Alyssa is like, this is not good. You goofed. (laughs) You're going to lose your job. She goes back to her office. The door is open and he's sitting in there. Yeah. Um, and tries to convince her that like what happened between them was really special. He says, you can't deny the connection we have. It's special. It's unique. Is it? (laughs) Like, where are you getting this from? I know. It's like, uh, you were a one night stand. Maybe that seems unique to you, but it's not that unique. <laughs> and also we got in a fight right after. Right? So <laughs> what is special about that? He has like really selective memory when it comes to her. <laughs> he sure does. Um, But she says, uh, you can't tell anyone about us. And then he's like, oh 
because Sarah is so indiscreet. She's like going around mm-hmm. telling everybody everything. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, she just tells people stuff. And it's like, since when do you know that? Since today? Because yesterday when I said, oh, that's the girl that's sleeping with my husband. You were all like, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so that weird. should have cued her into something. Yeah. Something's not right here. She tells him, you have to drop my class and I never want to see you again. Mm-hmm. He says, I get it. I don't love the tone, but you're under a lot of pressure right now. <laughs> you little condescending prick. What? <laughs> I don't love the tone. <laughs> and this is why I love this character. Both the way he <laughs> said his line, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is exactly as you replicated it. So good job. <laughs> but also that someone wrote that line. <laughs> yes. Don't love the tone. <laughs> Don't love the tone. <laughs> like, are you her mother? What's going on? It's it's so great. He's like, he's such a different killer than any other killer I've ever seen in a movie. It's great. <laughs> he's so petulant and strange. Yeah. Oh, did we... Okay, we skipped over the part where in the morning she and Jenny are getting ready to go to campus and they get in the car and there is a dead possum. Yes. And she calls Richard, her husband, or ex-husband, soon to be, Mm -hmm. and is like, it was Sarah. I know it was her. (laughs) She like freaks out. And And then, oh, and then she confronts Sarah on campus. But like around everyone so everyone sees her do it (laughs) yes and that sarah girl i was so confused because richard keeps saying i made a mistake i want you back i'm miserable without you Mm -hmm. he's saying all this to maggie and then sarah's like we're in love yeah so are they still together yeah i don't know if he's like what's the phrase like uh a lying sack of shit. <laughs> I want to say like pulling someone along, but that's not right. Oh, stringing her. Thank along. you. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> He's pulling her in a wagon. Is that the same? <laughs> He's dragging her behind him. I don't know. You know what I mean. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know if he's like stringing the Sarah girl along or if he. Uh, or if she's delusional. And honestly, we don't really get any right. closure about what the situation is. Not at all. <laughs> but yeah, she like gets in her face in front of everybody and then tells her friend, oh, yeah, that guy was a student. And her friend's like, oh, yeah, you should have done that. And it's like, yeah, well, you encouraged me. So whatever. <laughs> you really put the pressure on. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I don't remember what happens next. Oh, so after she gets home, after her confrontation with uh, Kyle in her office, she gets home and Richard is there talking to Jenny. Oh, yes. And Jenny is like immediately annoyed with her mom <laughs> just for walking in. Yeah. And that conversation, too, it's just to like get a sense that um, Jenny and the dad have like a good rapport and that she's taking her mm-hmm. dad's side, not knowing like what... Um, the situation is but that conversation is batshit because she says oh i got a b in this class because i went and i spoke to my professor 
And her dad, who is a professor who slept with a student, immediately says, oh, well, that's because he thinks you're pretty. And I'm like, what toxic <laughs> nonsense is this that you're saying to your daughter? I hate you so I did much. Not, I couldn't tell what he said. That's insane. <laughs> I was like, I did not know he said that. Flames on the side of my face. <laughs> like, what? Jesus. And it gets like brushed by immediately because you know mom's in there now and she's like what are you mm-hmm. doing here and he's like i live here and then she's like mom why are you being like this but yeah that oh it was like yes this guy's bad news all the way around oh i hate him <laughs> yeah he's the worst um Ugh. and when jenny stomps upstairs as she's wants to do yes. um she says oh you got another letter from your psycho i put it on the counter <laughs> So this is where we find out, <clears throat> excuse me, that the guy she escaped from has been sending her letters. Yeah. Forever, I guess. Like since then. That's why she has a giant box full of them. I, yeah, I guess. Why wouldn't you like burn them? I feel like that would be cathartic to just keep <laughs> burning them. I don't. I don't know. Does she have like a plan <laughs> to like give them over to the publishers and be like, hey, do you want to publish these? <laughs> Oh, I mean, that's pretty smart. That's what I that's would do. That's a good do. way to make some more money <laughs> yeah. off of that creep. Uh, but yeah, we we don't know why she's keeping these letters, if she has any plans for them. She hasn't opened them. She just keeps them in a box. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Jenny seems to like resent her mom for having gone through this traumatic ordeal. And it's like, it's not like your mom chose to be a part of this story. <laughs> no yeah later she's like oh boy here's the survivor always got to be in control yeah she had a traumatic experience why don't you cool it toots jeez louise yeah jenny's awful (laughs) that's that's, she really is yeah poor maggie she's got a terrible daughter terrible husband her friend's only okay yeah life isn't great yeah and that makes me feel like <laughs> is maggie also not great because you're surrounding yourself with terrible people I mean, like what's going on yeah, she didn't mean to surround herself with jenny she i don't know That's maybe true. created that monster i don't know <laughs> nature nurture uh but yeah they they argue again her and her husband now that jenny's out of the room i don't know do we learn anything else from that scene (laughs) um no only that when he leaves he texts sarah that they need to talk because Uh, maggie was so insistent that she did it yeah um (laughs) now we see her with her sorority sisters at the bar yeah um the one and they say two (laughs) yes they're at like a higher end bar but they say two things when they're taking shots that I thought were so obnoxious. It's <laughs> like, this is why I was not in a sorority. <laughs> they say, Kappa girls, who's better than us? Nobody. <laughs> and then they say, think positive, test, test negative. negative. <laughs> what? I mean, I guess it, this was, this came out this year. So maybe they were talking about for COVID. Oh, I assumed for STIs. Oh, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> but what a weird thing to be flipping about. 
it is uh yeah it's like tongue-in-cheek but it's also like Mm -hmm. uh so yeah there's like four of them they break off from each other and start going back home and then somebody we don't see do we see who it is or we don't see it no it's just someone like dressed in all black yeah uh grabs sarah off the street and he chloroforms her i guess i don't know Mm -hmm. it's a pretty quick shot so i don't know if we really see much yeah, it's. I don't know if they show us, but then we immediately have um, another flashback of young Maggie getting accosted on the street, chloroformed, and put into a van. Yeah. So. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> so the the implication is that Maggie has dreams about this uh, frequently, which makes sense. It's mm-hmm. a, absolutely a horrifying thing. <laughs> um. And then do we see the cop character? Yes. This detective. She's like the grumpiest person in the world, but she's listening to affirmations for anxiety while she's in the car. Yeah. That was an interesting character choice. Yeah. Why? Because it never like comes up. As someone who is constantly anxious, I understand the need for affirmations, but I'm not, like, walking around acting, like, snarky. Well, maybe I am, actually, so (laughs) never mind. (laughs) The funny thing is, is she continues to say the affirmations as she is surveying a dead body. (laughs) So she says, I am calm, I am in control, I find joy in every circumstance or something. And it's like... Honey, it's okay if you don't find joy in this particular circumstance. Yes! Maybe don't say that out loud. And then, like, a <laughs> cartoon cop walks up and he's like, what's that? What you, What are you talking about? <laughs> Why is he there? Just so we can feel embarrassed for her, I guess. I guess so. And she's like, all right, you're going to bag this and I'm going to go tell the victim's parents because she had this... Well, was it her ID? I guess it was her... I think it was her school, school ID. ID, yeah. And... um then we see her talking to the three other sorority girls who were out drinking with their friends the night before. And Oh yeah, right before that though, Jenny and Kyle have a meet cute on uh, campus. Yes. Right outside a building called the Larry Nutter building. <laughs> I think it's the Larry Nutter Administration Building. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> like of all the fake names larry nutter that seemed so strange that i was like that has to be the name of that building <laughs> that has to be a real Anne place and I, <laughs> my my podcast co-host and i are convinced that um lifetime movie writers are always asking their kids what would you name a character <laughs> because one of the movies we watched recently there was a character named mr hasty <laughs> And a character named Mrs. Menzies. <laughs> Why? Why would her name be Menzies? I, I, I literally don't know what to, to say about that. <laughs> so I guess I'm just coming off of that. And then Nutter really struck me. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, I looked at that sign and I was like, Nutter. And then I noticed that administration building, neither the A nor the B were capitalized. I'm like, did they run out of capital letters? <laughs> Look, they only have so many props. I guess so. And it, yeah, it was distracting. But yeah, he just like smacks into her and he's like, 
I don't know where I am. I'm lost. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a big, dumb, stupid head. And she's like, oh, my God, I'll show you where to go. <laughs> and it's like, wait, did you literally just learn about how Ted Bundy did that? And that's why you're doing this? <laughs> Which maybe. Right? <laughs> Ugh. Anyways, she he's cute. So she's like, all right, I'm going to pursue this guy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, look, if that guy came up to me when I was... 20 years old and was smiling at me for oh, sure yeah. i would have been like yeah i'll go with you yeah i will have my phone set to dial 911 just in case <laughs> but i will go with you um gosh i'm bad at the chronology of this i should have been taking notes do you know what happens next yeah so this is when the detective is talking to the sorority sisters oh, yes and she's like, can you think of anyone who would want to hurt her? Um, was she seeing anyone? And they're like, um, well, there was someone. And then her other friend hits her. Mm-hmm. And then the detective is like, girls, I'm going to tell you something. And I need you to brace yourselves. Your friend's dead. <laughs> like, she like, barely breathes. <laughs> this is not how you tell people that. She's like, I understand humans have emotions, but also like, can we move this along? <laughs> Yeah. So they do tell her about the affair with Richard, her professor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Maggie get the news in the hallway that Sarah's been murdered. Yeah. And then cut to Richard talking to the detective in his office. Yeah. This detective's interesting because sometimes if she thinks something's fishy, she'll give them like a smite, a small grin. Or I think it's supposed to be a small grin, like kind of like cat mm-hmm. and mouse. But she's so toothy with her grins that it just like feels a little off. And you're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with you? <laughs> she also like I wrote at one point in my notes that her she looks ill. Like mm. she she's a redhead, so obviously she's very fair skinned. Me too, but she is like dewy so it looks like she's like has a fever and she has no color in her face so she just looks like she's <laughs> ill and i'm like go home <laughs> you're not okay yeah as a pale redhead i know you can't tell because i've dyed my hair but uh, as a pale redhead i i i have also like had people been like oh my god are you okay and i'm like no i'm just hot <laughs> and they're like but you look like you're gonna pass out and i'm like yeah again <laughs> just hot <laughs> Just having a, a hot time. It's just, I, I live in Florida. I'm, I'm sweaty, literally always. Like, please, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll find a shady spot. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> we are literally like, I didn't realize how far away we are. That's crazy, because I'm in Oregon. So oh, we are wow. like, pew, opposite sides. I feel like Oregon is supposed to be like, it, like when I think of places that are like temperate and beautiful, that's what I think of. It's like, so like in terms of it's, like climate even we're very far apart (laughs) very far apart yes it's we're having like perfect picturesque fall right now no brag but i'm jealous (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) uh so yeah uh she's interviewing richard and she's like uh did you know her and he's like oh she was a student and she's like okay buddy why don't you tell me (laughs) what actually was going on with you and sarah because i might already know I loved the way she said this because she's like, okay, I'm going to need you to be honest with me. So why don't you take a minute and then start again? <laughs> I was like, ooh, 
damn. It was like your second grade teacher dressing you down. Like Exactly. She's great. Maggie busts into his office <laughs> and the detective's like, oh good. Mrs. Now on IMDB it says their last name is Bogan, B-O-G-A-N, but everyone says Borgan, yeah. right? No, I think IMDB <laughs> okay. is wrong. It's Borgan. Borgan. Um, she's like, I also want to talk to you. And Richard's like, why? <laughs> and the detective goes, because I want to. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Getting a little attitude lesson from Jenny over here. Is that the detective's name? No, Jenny's the daughter who also has a bad attitude. Oh, I was just oh, saying they, the they detective both, um, learned from Jenny bad yes, attitude. I get even it. though they've never met. Right. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I thought you meant that the detective was teaching Richard how to have a bad <laughs> attitude. <laughs> She's like, you think you're a professor? Check this out. <laughs> I just schooled you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they talk and he's like really nervous, obviously, because uh, it does not look good for him. And uh, then he leaves and, um, well, oh, Maggie, Maggie goes, into goes the out into the hall. And she sees Kyle. Kyle's there. <laughs> and then Kyle's like, uh, I just wanted to let you know I'm here for you, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what his deal was. Yeah, and he keeps getting so close to her, and she's backing away. Yeah. So Richard and the detective see this, and they're both like, what the heck is going on here? Right. Um, and then he's like, thanks, so professor, then- for the, the, the school learning. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. It's like good so job. obviously fake. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh yeah. So when the detective is talking to Maggie, she's pretty clear about thinking that her husband did it. Um, which, why isn't Maggie a suspect? Because yeah, you'd think she'd also be she, a suspect. Yeah, she would also have a motive. Yeah. Um, when she gets, when Maggie gets back home, Richard is already there. He's sitting outside, and he's very upset about being accused of murder. <laughs> and Maggie's like, "But did you do it though?" <laughs> which. I mean, it's it's a weird situation to be in, like, to have the mistress of your estranged husband be this person who's now murdered. But it's also like... For sure. It's it's very quick of her to be like, but like, are you a murderer though? <laughs> and she really lays into him, like, did you do it? Did you do it? Mm-hmm. And he, this is... This is why I think this guy is dope. He stands up and he goes, Maggie, it's me. Like, that's not a line delivery for this time. That is like the most bland. <laughs> don't understand. I know. Kyle is like bringing it. And so is the detective. And this guy is like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and when Jenny walks up, Richard goes, I really lost you. And I <laughs> like runs away. <laughs> His arms flailing in the breeze, <laughs> so upset like a cartoon. Yeah, he really. You you expect him to kind of like kick sand or something and be like, <laughs> and leave like a Richard shaped hole in a wall or something. Yeah, he he's a sad little baby man, and he's gone off. Uh, and then Jenny starts storming off, like, "Why you gotta be like that, mom?" And her mom tries to explain something i don't know and then she's like why don't you tell me anything mom 
yeah she's always like tell me tell me tell me and then when she's like okay your dad had an affair for like months and he left me (laughs) she's like that's not true (laughs) you're lying i mean that's a lot of information to take in all at once i can see that that's fair that's fair um and she does also tell her then and the woman that he left me for is the woman that was murdered and jenny's like what (laughs) which again reasonable response given the circumstances she goes upstairs and makes a call also reasonable leaves a voicemail for someone now they're trying to act like we're not supposed to know who it is but it's like very obvious (laughs) to me that it was kyle she was calling i mean there's no other characters at this point like is she gonna call her mom's best friend is she gonna call one of the sorority girls is she gonna call sarah no sarah's dead so who else is there (laughs) it's gonna be kyle (laughs) she does say i really miss you which is weird she could be calling sarah (laughs) but like at this point she's known kyle for what three days maximum and i'm like how do you miss someone in three days what i know (laughs) it doesn't make any sense i don't understand (laughs) they're in love i guess uh and then do we see the husband at the bar is that what happens next Mm-hmm. So the husband's really sad because he's like, "Ugh, the woman that I love that I totally screwed over doesn't want anything to do with me and now thinks I'm a murderer. And I also might get in trouble for murdering this girl I totally didn't murder. And life is so unfair. <laughs> life is so hard when you fuck up all the time. <laughs> and so he's drinking a lot. And it's the same bar that um, Kyle got picked up at. And Kyle's there again. And... Uh, He's like, oh, how about another round, buddy? And uh, at first he's not having it, but then he's like, okay, I'll take the other drink. And then they start talking. And what does Kyle say exactly? Yeah, he's like, oh, you must be really upset about Sarah. Mm -hmm. And that's when Richard looks up at him and he's like, hey, (laughs) you were talking to my wife one time. (laughs) And Kyle's like, yeah, I fucked her and I'm going to take her from you. <laughs> like The most obvious goading. And Richard just starts pounding on this kid's face. Yeah. And Kyle's not fighting back at all no. because he's obviously doing this on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to them talking to the cops and the cop is like, do you want to press charges? And Kyle's like, absolutely. <laughs> and the cop goes up to Richard and goes, hey, this guy's going to press charges. <laughs> Yeah, no, duh. <laughs> and uh, so dumb. Yeah. Uh, later, we'll find out that there's more going on. And it's like, ha- how? Because there's like two cops there, but I guess they're just like not observant. So they um, they take Richard away to jail. And then um, Maggie has to bail him out. And mm-hmm. she starts yelling at him like, you have to tell me what's going on. I can't just like be bailing you out of jail and expect, you know, you not to explain yourself. Right. And he's like, it was Kyle and I know you screwed him. And she's like, yeah, so what? I mean, it's just like the dumbest yeah. fight. And he's like, what well, was it? Revenge sex? And she slaps his face. In front of the police which is- station. In front of the police station. Like, you can't assault people in front of a police station. Like, be chill about it. At least get in the car first. 
And I mean, these people are all over the place in how they're relating to each other. So she slaps him. Then he's immediately like, you know what? You're right. I goofed. I left you. I messed up. I'm going to lose my job. I'm ruined. And she's like, well, you don't know that. (laughs) What's going on with you guys? Do you hate each other or not? Yeah. I mean, she like, I don't know. She wants his relationship with her daughter to be intact and for his job to be intact. His job should not be intact. After you intact, after you sleep with a student, you should lose your job. That absolutely. She should absolutely not be trying to help him keep his job he does not deserve his job he doesn't i mean technically she doesn't either she was lied to but it's gonna be hard for her to to prove that um gosh what happens next in this movie oh she goes to see kyle then oh right his hotel room slash apartment right um to try to get him to drop the charges and he's like what's in it for me yes he's so cocky he's like all right well what are you gonna give me for it and he wants her to tell him everything about the butcher and how she got away and he's i wrote he's very intense and whiny because (laughs) he's being like so serious but also like just tell me (laughs) tell me all the stuff it is so strange because it is like menacing because he is like this big scary dude who's like has no sense of boundaries and stuff and you can tell like he's meaning her harm and it's like trying to ruin things around her but he's also just like come on maggie come on mags i know you know more why don't you tell me right. <laughs> so it is really like almost creepier that he's both of those at the same time totally and so she tells him that the butcher made a mistake Mm -hmm. and she took that opportunity to get away Mm -hmm. and he seems to be like really turned on by this because he wants to kiss her to seal the deal and she's like i'll never kiss you (laughs) and then she kisses him and then he selfies Um, it not cool (laughs) but like also impressive i don't think i could manage that like i have hard time taking selfies like looking at the camera it was a perfect angle. It was. <laughs> also, the first time she does kiss him, he goes, no, not like that. <laughs> I didn't like it. Some other movie we watched, a girl's boyfriend kept saying, give me a real one. Uh, and I hated it. Yeah, it's <laughs> so not it really good. Brought me back to that. <laughs> but yeah, his line delivery on all of this is beautiful. <laughs> It's incredible. <laughs> um, so now he has like a bunch of cell phones and we don't really know what that's about. Are those from other victims? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Unclear because he does have, it seems like five or six cell phones in a shoebox. Yeah. <laughs> but later he says he's officially, well, I won't spoil too much but later that comes into question yeah um then oh he uses one of the phones to call the police and say i have information i know who killed sarah ellis right so he leaves a tip then 
the police go to the university. They pick up Richard. They say, I have a search warrant. I'm going to search your car. They search his car. And there's like rope and a knife. And the knife has blood all over it. And it's been planted. But by who? Who would have done this? Who could have done this? I don't know. (laughs) And then uh, Maggie is around and a bunch of students. And Maggie marches over and she's like, what's going on? And uh, this is the point where, like, the detective's like, hey, look, you're an academic, like, you're not actually a <laughs> I'm cop, a professional. so slow your roll. <laughs> and then the uh, Maggie's like, yeah, well, I know a lot about criminal psychology, and I know that my husband, like, doesn't fit the profile, so I also know someone who does fit the profile. His name is Kyle. And Kyle's, like, over to the side, just, like, smiling, like, hmm. <laughs> And as Maggie, so she kind of like plants some seeds about Kyle with the detective. And as she walks away, she goes, oh, and my husband couldn't tie a handcuff knot if his (laughs) life depended on it. Ask anyone. And I was like, why would anyone know that? (laughs) Well, I was like, wait, does he have like poor hand strength? Does he have like some degenerative disease? (laughs) Does he have like some sort of coordination issue? Like, as far as I know, he's a perfectly healthy person. And he has no disabilities. So why would I know like, oh, that guy? Or are you just saying like, that guy is so fucking stupid? He couldn't do that. (laughs) Have you met him? (laughs) He could never teach himself to do that. Have you met that guy? He could learn. Do we ever learn? Strange. Do we ever learn what he teaches? Because I don't think we do, no. and I'm just curious now. No. Because he does seem like a real dope. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe it's that, like, general education class at the beginning where it's like, this is studying skills and speed reading and note taking and, <laughs> you know, like, this is how to be a college student. <laughs> right. That seems entirely possible. That's, like, the only thing I could think of that he'd be capable of doing. <laughs> There's nothing in his office, I Truly. don't think, that, like makes it obvious either like a skull and you're like oh anatomy i don't know i don't (laughs) you know or shakespeare hard to tell you know how your anatomy professor when you were in college had skulls all over his office like that yeah yeah, i don't know that there's anything to indicate what he's what he teaches um well i guess we'll never know (laughs) it ain't knots though i'll tell you that much (laughs) It's not nice. Yeah. So then I think is the next scene with the detective going over to Kyle's place. Mm-hmm. And she has no backup. Yeah, truly. No backup. <laughs> she's told no one she's going there. <laughs> hey, guess what? Lady who has anxiety, those are things you would do. As someone who has anxiety, you would like take all these precautions, precautions to make sure you're safe. Not to mention, isn't that just like proper police procedure to make sure that people know where you are (laughs) absolutely i don't know maybe it is weird she doesn't have a partner yeah who knows maybe she does have a partner and he's like oh if you just say one more affirmation around me i'm gonna lose my mind i'm going home early i don't care (laughs) that's fair but she's there alone and kyle's like hi and she's like i'm letitia or something i don't know i'm a detective (laughs) And she doesn't say with the, like, Orange County Police or Sheriff's Office or the Orlando Police Department, because, you know, this could be anywhere. So she's just like, I'm a detective. She could be a private eye for all we know, but she's a detective. (laughs) 
Yep. And he's like, all and right. she doesn't have a badge nope. or anything. No identifying markers at all that she works for anybody. So he lets her in. They have a chat. She's like, I'm going to use your washroom. Uh, oh, this is the part where he says, oh, it, it's good that I have a family with means. And she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then she's able to see into a bedroom anywhere you can see as a police officer you're allowed to like walk into once you're allowed in the home she walks mm-hmm. in and she just starts like looking at his scrapbook collection of all the different clippings of all the different things about the east bay killer that was weird because to me it looked like framed articles yeah. that were just like laying on a desk yeah like he hadn't gotten around to hanging them up on his <laughs> wall yet yeah that was interesting <laughs> and she sees all the a bunch of cell phones and she's like so absorbed with this that she doesn't notice that someone's creeping up behind her it's kyle <laughs> yeah just as she's about to pull her gun because she's like oh no <laughs> he tases her yeah. and then he hog ties her and then he tells her the more you struggle the tighter it's gonna be yeah he really taunts her yeah and then I'm like, oh, no, not the cop with anxiety. <laughs> no, no, all of her worst fears. <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe she doesn't die. And no, of course she does. <laughs> Absolutely does. Uh, do, I know she dies, but like, I don't know if they like know that she's dead or is missing. He, someone. Uh-huh we'll tell maggie about it later but i don't know that like the police are actively looking right. for this missing cop that's the thing it's like the people die in the middle of lifetime movies and it's like if it's not one of the main characters it's kind of just like oh my goodness isn't that crazy the body count is raising but like there's no like actual like follow-up at no all no one cares and it's like what yeah. <laughs> so strange um and then Jenny is home alone. Yes. Um, she's watching a news story about her dad on her phone. Yes. She's having no reaction to what she's seeing them say. And she hears a noise outside, gets really freaked out, calls and leaves her mom a panicked voicemail. And we cut to Maggie um, at Alyssa's place, and they're doing research on Kyle. And all I remember <laughs> is that Maggie said, um, try Boston. And we see <laughs> Alyssa Google. She just Googles Boston not what boston crime do? records 2020 Nothing. not news articles just... boston date range just boston like, don't put the camera on the computer <laughs> if she googles boston and the first thing was like trip advisor like that's not what we're doing here uh boston i yeah i laughed at that too because i was just like what? <laughs> so weird uh, but of course, Maggie is, can't hear her phone vibrate because she's left it on the couch. Uh, even though mm-hmm. she's ostensibly terrified of this man trying to hurt Jenny and trying to get her husband put away for Sarah's murder, she doesn't can't be bothered to pick up her phone. Like, <sighs> put it in your pocket. <laughs> also, I mean, she did kind of try to tell the detective working the case look i think that this um is potentially kyle but like she 
being a mom should be more important to her than her job. Like, she needs to call the cops and be like, look, I think my daughter is in danger. This is what happened with this dude. Yes, maybe I'm going to get in trouble for sleeping with him. I honestly didn't know he was a student. Mm-hmm. Put that aside for now. I think this guy wants to hurt my daughter and or me and or my husband. This is what he said. <laughs> but no. Exactly. No, she's like, no, I think I got this. <laughs> it's going to be me and Alyssa fighting the world. <laughs> yes. The hubris of the people in these movies is... Out of this world. Insane. They just... <laughs> always think they can do everything yeah. by themselves and i mean they're usually right <laughs> that's true i mean sometimes their friend does die and it's like oh crap i shouldn't have let my friend die <laughs> but like other times it usually <laughs> works out absolutely so it turns out jenny was just startled by her friend kyle coming over and oh my goodness it's so good to see you and i've missed you and i don't know she's like why haven't you returned any of my calls when have they had time to like go on a date so all for all we know, they met on campus and she's just been calling him nonstop. <laughs> I mean, knowing Jenny, very possible. <laughs> and then he just shows up at her house. Yeah. Not cool. Um, and they kiss mm-hmm. like immediately. So you're like, uh oh. Yeah. This isn't good. Finally. Um, oh, yeah. Maggie and Alyssa discover that he used to work at a club called club nine or something and yes, something stupid. <laughs> and club nine was owned by a woman who was murdered and so they think oh well he must have murdered her because he knew her and she's dead and has been murdered and that's like oh, that's <laughs> that's how you solve crimes <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're probably right considering this is a movie but it's not a lot to go on <laughs> right um Oh, and then she hears the voicemail from her daughter. And mm-hmm. I don't know, does she try to call her daughter? Or does she just drive straight home? Nope. Just drive straight home. Yeah. Why would you not call her from the car? I don't know. <laughs> and then she rushes in and she um, rushes upstairs and her daughter's like, oh, have you met my friend Kyle? And she loses her mind, which makes total sense. <laughs> She's like, "Absolutely, you get yeah. out of my house right now now and so then he's like she like growls and and the daughter's like you're always so mean for no reason and then kyle uh exits the building maggie uh and jenny do too maggie says jenny get back in the house i gotta talk to kyle so then Mm -hmm. they have their heart to heart and she says you need to stay away from my daughter and he says and now (laughs) The way he said it, this is the part that made me laugh so hard. That's my favorite line. She's like, no. You leave us alone. No. (laughs) What? You're supposed to be scary. You sounded like a baby. It's It's like telling a child, you know, five more minutes on your video game, honey. And he's like, no. No. Oh, boy. It made me laugh so hard. I loved it so much. Uh, it's like one of the best line readings I've ever heard in a movie, let alone a, a made-for-TV movie. I Give this man so an Oscar. <laughs> and he says, uh, I don't even know. He's just like, I own you, okay? I'm going to take your daughter away from you. I'm going to take your husband away from you because he's going to go down for Sarah's murder. And I'm up to... Oh, and you should love me because you love researching serial killers. And I'm up to four. 
And she's like, what? Yes. <laughs> yeah, then he's like, you sent that detective to me, so it's your fault she's dead. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this logic, yeah. sir. Oh, boy. That scene was my favorite scene. Just the way he talks and is like, I guess it's on you. But she's dead. Yeah. What are you going to do? so good. <laughs> and then when she goes back inside, Jenny's like, what were you talking about? Girl, you weren't listening at the door. I know. They were on the other side of the door. I, it wasn't like they were whispering. Like, you could probably hear them if you tried. But she's like 10 feet away she's from the door shooting. now. And she's just standing there. And it's like... Either decide, oh, I don't care, I'm going up to my room, or be at the door and be like, what the fuck's going on? But she's not. She's just standing, stock still, 10 feet away from the door, doing nothing. Like, why? Why is that a thing you do? So, so weird. <laughs> of course you're going to listen at the door. Anyone would. Especially, that's such a huge reaction to seeing this man. Like, what is going on? How, do you know this man? Well, how do you know this man? <laughs> what, what's, what's, right. what does he have to do with anything? Ugh. But she's like, I don't understand, mom. And she's like, I'm like, look, lady, you don't have to say I slept with this dude. You could just be like, he's told me that he's going after your dad. I think he's the one that called the tip in and he said that he wants to hurt you and you cannot be around him. Mm-hmm. But no, she doesn't say anything. She's like, uh, um, uh, uh. <laughs> I want to tell you what's going on, but I'm not going to. <sighs> Okay, cool. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah. So then Jenny storms off again. So that's what Jenny does. It's <laughs> the third time she stormed up the stairs. Um, Maggie sees another letter on the counter from oh, jail. Yeah. And she opens it. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's not just a letter, but the picture of her kissing Kyle. Yep. So then she goes to the Oklahoma so that's State Penitentiary. And I'm like, oh, maybe she's in Oklahoma. <laughs> Um, maybe she's within driving distance of wherever that penitentiary is and she talks I want to know sorry (laughs) I just want to know why he's allowed to know her home address um I don't know does he feel like the prison like like, monitors letters oh yeah they do yeah I don't I don't understand they would be like you can't contact this woman you tried to murder (laughs) But maybe I don't understand anything. I don't know. I wonder, did she have to, like, sign a form being like, yeah, I'll take his letters. It's cool. (laughs) But I'm never going to open them. Never going to open them. I may send them to my publisher later. Whatever. (laughs) I'm going to randomly open this one because I'm dealing with this dude who seems to be in love with the Bay Area butcher guy. So maybe if I read his letter, I'd, like, see a connection. It's such a random thing to do. Maybe he has some good advice for me. I've, you know, I've never read these letters. Maybe he's just been giving me really good advice this, this whole time. time. <laughs> Maybe he's had a change of heart. Maybe he's a real sweetie pie. So, <laughs> so she goes, and he still has the mark on his face from when she bludgeoned him with the um, hammer. And then uh, he, I don't know, he basically just says that he hates the man who sent him the photo and that man is his son and this is like <laughs> the big reveal like oh my gosh it's his son and it's like i mean i guess that's a good reveal but like it makes more sense psychologically if he's just obsessed with this guy you know what i mean <laughs> yes it's not like absolutely all people who have serial killer parents become serial killers like <laughs> 
Um, he also tells her that he would never want to hurt her again because her book is the reason people appreciate his work because he's an artist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she, he wants her to defeat his son. <laughs> and boy, you better go check on your daughter. Yeah. And it's it's weird because she already knew her daughter was at risk. But at the end of that conversation, she's like, oh, my God, Jenny. And it's like she forgot she had a daughter and then he reminded her she had a daughter. And he's like, she's like, oh, shit, I have a daughter. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like why would you leave her alone? Oh, so ever. strange. So then is this when she comes up with the plan with Alyssa and drops her daughter off at Alyssa's place? Well, first we see Jenny making out with Kyle again. Oh, yes. Um, and she asks him, like, what were you talking to my mom about? And he's like, um, you know, she was just worried or whatever. Yeah, because I'm older it off. Than And you. we learn... <laughs> she asks about his parents and we learn that his mom um, killed herself mm-hmm. when he was 12. She hung herself. Mm-hmm. So then he ended up in foster care. Mm-hmm. And then their shirts come off because there's more making out because nothing gets me hotter than learning my boyfriend's mom killed herself when he was 12. Well, yeah. And he also said, like, oh, I was a bad boy. I moved around a lot, you know, because no one wanted to look after me. And she's like, I don't believe that's true because you're so sweet with me. Boy. And then he's like, oh, yeah. And so, yeah, they start making out. And then someone comes banging on the door. And it is Maggie. <laughs> Can you imagine if your mom showed up <laughs> at your boyfriend's place? Yeah. It's pretty wild. So then she like grabs, or no, Kyle grabs Jenny and shoves her out the door and is like, I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, because Maggie's like, okay leave my daughter alone and tomorrow night you can come over and I'll answer every question you have about the butcher. So he like grabs Jenny and he's like, I'm not interested in you anymore. Leave me alone. (laughs) And again, how did she not hear their conversation? I know. Where was she standing then? It's not a large apartment. Oh, my mom's having a conversation. She like puts earmuffs on. I don't get it. (laughs) She, like, puts in her headphone, starts catching up on her podcast again. She's like, well, I'm not making out with anyone at the moment. I guess I'll just, you know, catch up on some stuff. (laughs) It's so weird. Doesn't make any sense. And then her mom takes her to Alyssa's place. And she's like, I don't have to be babysat. It's like, whatever. And then the mom's like, "Um, I will see you tomorrow. But I love you. And there's this indication that she is afraid she won't see her tomorrow. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. her daughter is able to pick that up. And so she's like, I love you too. And off mom goes. To enact this crazy plan. Yeah, She has like, what is it, like an airsoft gun or something? Oh, I have no idea about guns. I thought maybe it was a shotgun. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what anything looks like. (laughs) She, like, hides a knife in a chair. Yeah. And then she puts um, a she nanny puts a teddy cam, bear. Yeah. <laughs> on a bookcase. So that that's her planning. She has mm-hmm. camera, two weapons, and then she puts on a sexy outfit. <laughs> Why? I, I guess to, I didn't understand this part of the plan. I guess to so that he would put his guard down. But the thing is, is, like... The reason he slept with her is so he could have leverage over her. It's not like he's actually interested in her. And when she tries to seduce him, when when he shows up at her place, he's like, I don't want you for that. (laughs) I want you for your mind, Maggie. (laughs) 
Yeah, I feel like serial killers aren't having um, normal attractions to people. <laughs> so, like, you can wear whatever you want. It's not going to matter. <laughs> it really isn't. Um, yeah, if anything, seem not interested because it's all about power with them, right? So, absolutely. Yeah, it's strange. But they they have the conversation, and she's like, "So, your dad got a phone call." It was uh, the mother of his child complaining about his child, and that child's you. <laughs> yeah, you're the reason I got away. You were the distraction. Yeah. Um, and so then we learn, what, that he he was killing animals yeah. when he was 12 and his mom found out. Yeah. And then she went and hung herself. But I assumed that was a lie. Which I guess she did kill herself. I assumed he killed her. Oh. But but I guess they're sticking with the yeah. fact that she was like, I've I was married to a monster and I created a monster and I, and I don't want to yeah. be around anymore. Yeah. I mean that's a lot to deal with, so <laughs> kinda <of> makes sense. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um Yeah. So basically and then he like kinda taunts her about like all the things that he's done and how he planted mm-hmm. evidence in uh, the Richard's car while the police were putting him away because they weren't paying attention, I guess. Right. And the, then we see that this is all streaming to Alyssa. And Jenny walks in and she keeps asking questions. And Alyssa's like, I love you, but shut i am trying to listen to this it's important yeah it's like read the room jenny god (laughs) seriously what are you doing Uh, that did make me laugh too shut up (laughs) uh so then Alyssa gets the signal from um maggie which is like her standing in a certain position i guess or something and Mm -hmm. then she calls 911 and then she gets put on hold. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what? Like, I've only called 911 once in my life. Uh, but I didn't get put on hold. It's an emergency <laughs> line. I don't think they put you on hold. I'm like, where do you live where the emergency services are that bad? But That's it's, crazy. It's pretty rough. <laughs> She's like, I'm a hold. Um, then they drive... or. I guess we do see from Maggie's perspective again, they start, he's like, I, I forget. Was he going to get rid of himself and then her? Or I mean, he's like, I have to get out of town. I have to get out of town um, and I need to kill you first. And, right? and so you need to die first. Right. Um, and then she happens to be in the exact spot where she hid the knife in that chair. Yeah. So she picks it up. Um, and he's like, you don't have it in you. Mm-hmm. And then she stabs him and he's like, you did it. <laughs> he's so proud of her. Good job. And he like <laughs> has so much respect for her in that moment. And he starts calling her Maggie for a little bit. And I'm it's like, true. oh, okay. So now he sees her as like an equal, like a fellow killer killer. And right. um, she like runs away he finds the uh, gun and starts shooting at her. Mm-hmm. She apparently lives like a 15 minute walk away from the campus. So she books it to the campus with her. How did they keys. never show us that before? <laughs> no, it's like pertinent information. You'd think that would come up. No. Yes. 
Then she unlocks the door. No alarms go off. It's the middle of the night. Why don't they have an alarm on this door? I don't know. Yeah, at least show her like putting code, in the code right. or something. She runs in. She runs up the stairs. He's right behind her. Um, she hides. Uh, he comes around. He starts calling her Mags again. I'm like, oh, there is no shift in perspective at all. <laughs> then he tries to kill her again. Then she hits him and runs away. Mm-hmm. And then they're out. And, and pulls the fire alarm. Oh, yeah. Pulls the fire alarm. We see Jenny and Alyssa come to the house. Um, Jenny, like, runs at the police officer and he's like, okay, stop right there. And she's like, but my mom. And he's like, oh, yeah, no one's in here. We don't know where she is. And he seems, like, unperturbed. (laughs) And I'm like, be somewhat perturbed. And um, Yeah, he says there's signs of a struggle, but there's no one in there. (laughs) Okay, so are you going to look for them? (laughs) And then they hear the alarms and Jenny's like, oh, of course, my mom went to the university. So then they all run over to the university, and then Maggie and uh, Kyle are struggling in the front lawn, and um, I guess she stabs Kyle again? Yeah, he calls her Mags one more time, and she, like, stabs (laughs) him in the heart and says, I told you not to call me that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's not why you're killing him, though. (laughs) Um... Yeah, and then Jenny and Alyssa run up at the exact moment mm-hmm. that she kills him, and they have, like, a big group hug. Mm-hmm. And then we see, like, kind of a a happy ending where her husband gets released from prison, and they're all, like, holding on to each other. Yep, family hug. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad everyone's okay, but, like, you cannot get back together with this guy. <laughs> No, he sucks. (laughs) Like, please make it obvious that that isn't happening, at least. (laughs) Yeah. This last scene made me laugh so hard because why we cut to the the East Bay Butcher or whatever he's called, and he has a scrapbook and it's like a flowery scrapbook. (laughs) And he's like looking through the pictures of the articles and then gets to the last page and it's the article about his son being killed and he's just got like this peaceful smile on his face. <laughs> he's like, what? I hated that motherfucker and now he's dead. <laughs> I hated that kid. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> it was a treat. <laughs> I I hope to see that guy in more things. Me too. I love he him. He rules. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're at the point where we can judge this movie one to five stars in terms of quality and one to five whatevers in terms of mockability. Um, (laughs) The whatevers for this movie, um, I guess, would be like a handcuff. What what do you call that nut? Handcuff nuts. Handcuff nuts. So I, I would say it's like a two and a half in terms of quality. Like they don't have a lot of different mm-hmm. sets and not everyone's bringing the same sort of energy and the plot doesn't make a whole lot of sense sometimes. But it uh, sure doesn't. Yeah, it's 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 okay. And in terms of mockability, I, I think I'm going five out of five. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a five out of five for me. <laughs> What would you say in terms of quality? Um, I'll go three because I do think that main actress is she's 
she's an, an old hat at the oh, lifetime yeah. thing, it's so true. she knows exactly what she's yeah, doing. She's a professional. Um, but everyone else, <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, also, I was um, going through the IMDb. Um, what do you call it? Like wormhole, rabbit hole. That's what you mm-hmm. call it. I don't know why I can't think or of um, like <laughs> terms today. <laughs> worms are hard. Worms are hard. <laughs> Words are harder, but yes, worms are hard. <laughs> um, but one of the two writers of this movie uh, wrote for the television show. Uh, Sweet Valley High. So, Marissa Flaxbart, what? if you're uh, listening to this, uh, your boy Lance H. Robbins? Yeah, Lance H. Robbins uh, made a uh, rope for this this crazy, crazy movie. So That is wild. <laughs> you watch this movie. You should watch this movie even if you don't have a podcast about Sweet Valley High, uh, just because it's great. <laughs> Yes. Um, also, I just looked and saw that the detective is in another uh, Lifetime movie coming out soon oh. called How I Met Your Murderer. Oh, yes. That's uh, <laughs> about a podcaster, about a true crime podcast. It sure is. <laughs> oh, and uh, the guy who played Kyle is uh, making a movie. He's uh, He wrote it. So oh. good on him. His name is Andrew Rogers. And it I is, which is a weird name for a guy who grew up split between Paris and um, the in New York. That's a weird <laughs> name to me. Would you prefer if it was Andrew Rogers? <laughs> of course I would. <laughs> Francois Rogers. <laughs> well, um, I want to thank you so much for being on. Thank you. This was fun. Yeah. Uh, can you tell the good people where they can find Once Upon a Lifetime? You can find us um, anywhere you listen to podcasts and on Instagram at Once in a Lifetime Pod. Perfect. All right. Um, yeah, I will be back in another couple of weeks. Sorry that I didn't properly upload the Jordan Morris episode uh, in September. I am bad at technical things, um, but dang Jordan Morris, good guy. Yeah, that was exciting. Um, he's great. Um, if you want to follow the show, you can at NABM Podcast on Twitter, uh, and if you want to email the show, not another bad movie podcast at gmail dot com. And you can tell your non-podcast listening friends to go to notanotherbadmoviepodcast.libsnlibsyn.com. And <laughs> if you want to go to all the usual places where you get podcasts to listen to podcasts, you should continue to do that because podcasts are cool. Um, yeah, I think that's all the things. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and uh, before I run out of all my words... Thank you again, and uh, bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 